mai, piki mai ki te pūtahi, ko Kingi Gilbert tōku ingoa, he uri ahau no te aroa tainui a me tokomaru waka. Ko tui Geling, taku hoa kaituku pātai, tēnā koe tui. Uh, tēnā koe Kingi. Ko tourism te take i te rā nei, the Prime Minister announced her commitment to a COVID-safe travel zone between Australia and New Zealand. We are here with two Māori tourism operators to discuss their movements during the pandemic. Dave Brennan is the owner of Kōtāne and has been operating for 15 years with a roster of 30 staff in Christchurch. Dave's just transitioned out of the Christchurch earthquake and is now confronted with COVID-19. Tēnā koe, Dave. Thank you for coming on Te Pūtahi. Wetini Mitai Ngātai founded Mitai Māori Village in 2002 at Te Puna o Tūhoi, Ferry Springs, Rotorua. Wetini's background is in Kapahaka and Te Whare Tūtaua is well known. I am a previous student and very grateful to have learned under Wetini uh, from 1996 to 2000 as part of Te Mātā Rai Iorihu. thanks for coming on Te Pūtahi. Kilda, I want to draw on a conversation we had a while ago, and it was about uh, business kind of being like a garden to help feed our community, to feed our whānau, to feed our hokainga. And I'm just wondering, in the time of COVID, how is the garden going now? Um, the garden needs uh, replanting and needs a lot of manure. At the moment, uh, the manure has dried up and all we got to do is run around after the horse in the paddock and gather <laughs> some of what we can and then throw it on the garden. But uh, yes, uh, you know, we have to rethink the whole strategy. It's been an attraction mainly to, uh, the, you know, the overseas uh, international travellers. But uh, now I guess we have to pivot and start looking internally, domestic more than, you know, more than the international for the moment. Dave, we were talking about some of the investments that you had before this call, some of the investments that you had. Um, so how's structuring your uh, business going in this, in this time where things are closed, uh, banks are under pressure? How's that planning going for you? Um, I think because we've been here before, and that's not a luxury, uh, it is a help, but um, I think the key thing is that you need to understand your emotional journey. So, so for us, it's like shock and awe. Here we go again, shock and awe. And that, that's, you know, around the six week to a month before you start to realise and, 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 and work out what's actually happened around you and you get over that shock and then you move into a planning stage. A lot of people don't go there. They actually stay inside that shock and awe for quite some time and it gets away on them. Um, but... Yeah, we, we were here and we had a response to this after the Christchurch earthquakes. And um, we learned a lot in that period, so did Canterbury. So we're quite fortunate in that sense. The shock and awe stuff takes care of itself. And now we move into the next part of the process. And usually that's a bit of a blame game. Everyone starts to blame each other. But the wise people just plan and they start thinking about their whānau, about their workers, about, about all their assets and their company and, and everything they do. Yeah. Um, so we're in that stage. Mm, Kilda, Wait, you talked about uh, on the interview uh, uh, some of the the crew were felt like a carving uh, in one of your recent interviews, and I'm just wondering how's the shock and awe within your team, within your Ropu there, uh, Mitai Māori 
Village, what's your kōrero? Yeah, uh, yeah, so rather than sit here like carvings, uh, sitting around, we've done all the cleaning up. We've still got a little bit more to do, but um, getting out there and getting the blood flow again, the morality up, and just trying to create something, you know. So we've got, mm -hmm. you know, we've got the, got the hangies going in that time. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just, I, I think that the, the, the real uh, direct direction should be towards the domestic market now, and it's going to be adventure tourism, even food. Uh, I mean, putting our own food in the ground or even offering maybe not just honey, but other things that some uh, see as delicacies to ourselves. You know, um, but I, I, I like the idea, regardless of putting in a big garden, a big mara, just in case we have something like this happen again. Mm -hmm. We think that um, uh, money is kumara or creating we've, we've, we've got all this kumara that we're creating the more kumara we make the more fun we can feed and so it's been great for us the hapu our families some of us we were out of work for quite a long time so tourism really helped and i think the subsidy has been excellent uh, at the end of the day it needs to continue for a bit and also to help people to be able to pivot and to realign their business especially maori business because who really wants to come and watch a Māori, Māori product unless you've got family visiting from overseas? I think uh, people would rather go, go and do the redwoods up here or go and do the tree walk, but really what is the value in it for them to come to us apart from having a hangi? So we have to um, rethink the whole thing, you know? And uh, So I was looking at uh, other ways. Um, we've got a little bit of a... Uh, you know, we're just throwing ideas around, uh, looking at art, looking at opening up in town, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. But, uh, but I think even just putting down food, uh, and but there are other things. I know, I know people are uh, they've got businesses, Kiwi, um, uh, uh, you know, so producing farms, farm producing uh, our koura the small lake quota in it. Uh, another one could be wasabi, because we have this spring, this cold water, and I've always talked about creating wasabi for the market, you know, and we have uh, uh, over 80 whanau at the moment, and it usually goes up to about 110 during the busy peak season. So it's looking for ways and means of helping to keep them on and find, find things to do with a, you know, so there's a lot of thinking processes still going on with the whanau, still doing a lot of whanau, mm -hmm. and, um, but I think we're getting there in, in respect so where we want to go. So those things I just talked to you guys about. Mm. Yeah, so that's where we're at. Yep. Mm. Yeah, total good that. Um, it, it's, um, the subsidy's been really great. It's been awesome. We started planning after the last earthquake, as I said earlier, and when we got into this whole situation with COVID, we reassessed it and, and we were committed. You know, we borrowed the money from the bank to build a new facility in the city. <clears throat> and just touching on which we, we, we're in, a, we're in a, a mindset that we've got to work out how we, we connect with our local market in terms of our, our schools, our government institutions, our universities, and our FIT local, local people. And it's a matter of, um, I mean, we know, Wits and I know, that, Kiwis aren't going to roll up to your door and buy a hanging meal to a concert. 
is price sensitive and it's perceptions from what they watch on the six o'clock news and that's all they you know there's quite a lot of issues under there why they don't come um and i remember this when we first started we did a 50 percent discount and we didn't get any to, to locals we didn't get any of the redeemed and then we gave it away we gave two for one and still still nothing so that told us clearly locals you know local kiwis don't really buy into what we're doing but we may need to look for a different type of formula. So that's hence why we've moved into the city. And we're a bit more fortunate than back home at Tiarawa because they've got a lake, but we've got a river and the river runs through the middle of the city. So we'll put our walkers on there and we'll do whatever we have to do to get all those park owls onto them. <laughs> and then, and then you know, because it's not about profit anymore. It's about, it's mm. about survival. It's about being able to keep your staff employed, keep your company running and make your way into the future. And then later on, when you get further down the line, when everything starts to recover, then we go back to the old, you know, SWOT analysis. Because right now we're working in a pest analysis environment. You're aware of that, eh? Political, economical, social, technological. That's what we're working on now, as opposed to a SWOT analysis, strength, weakness, opportunities and threats. That, that, we throw that out. They're a waste of time. <laughs> we know all of those. We need to understand this whole pest analysis thing. And that's kind of where, where all of us are at, especially as us, Whale Watch, um, Mitai, Tamaki. I, I, I heard the Puya has been, um, they've got a bailout, which is, makes sense because they're you know, partly government owned. Um, and I heard Waitomo getting, um, getting help as well. Awesome. So I, I just, I'm glad that they've, I, I just hope that they're looking at Whale Watch and you know, some, of the, some of the other big ones, particularly in Aotearoa, our icon products, um, which is one of them, guys that, um, you know, they put a substantial amount of time, effort and, um, and their own finances into this. And I think that's, that's where the government needs to push the criteria. We're okay down here in, in many sense because we've got a huge domestic market and we're the only operators. Mm -hmm. So our focus will go into the schools, it'll go into the universities and we've got a new convention centre opening soon. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. You know, we've got to work at it. But we're kind of moving in that direction now and just it, it's just about surviving just staying staying in the game and then hanging in there until it returns which i think and i don't know where wet minds this is it's about 23 223 224 we should if american china sort themselves out and stop fighting we should be okay but we're not even interested in america to be quite honest or europe we're we're more right about australia southeast asia china yeah. Stay away from America. It's just too, yeah. it's too volatile. Yeah. yeah. And, and they have, they're very conscious. Mm. They're very conscious in terms of safety. And one of the big selling points we will have moving forward is we're a safe country. Yeah. yeah. Provided we can protect that and all of our operators can get in behind the social distancing and, you know, and keeping everyone, you know, clean, keep their puddle out of our country, we should, we should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, kia ora korua. Tui. Oh, kia ora korua. Um, can you just outline a little bit what your visitor profile looked like before COVID hit? We were about 70% Australia. And the rest was Southeast Asia. A wee bit of English, German, not much, because we know they do both islands. And a lot of them will come through the Triangle, which is um, you know, up at the Bay of Plenty, up around Tiano area. We'll, we'll usually get those that are South Island bound only. And they're not going north or they've been to the North Island before. So that's kind of where our marketplace is. Zero, zero um, local domestic, but it's a separate product 
we categorise them as local market for our social side, schools, universities, like I said before. Whitney, what does your profile, what did your profile look like? Um, in terms of uh, PACs numbers per year, around about uh, 55 to 65K. Um, and at the moment, uh, we're, we're not operating because we know we're not going to get anybody. So it's not worth opening any gates. Um, so we're rethinking the whole thing, the whole package. Uh, at the moment, we're doing hangies, you know, and that's about it, really. That's about it. Uh, the bubble will help. Uh, most of our tourists, I think, uh, they 75% are like uh, they did. Australia is a huge market. So is uh, Europe, UK, a little bit of America, and we have also Korea. And they do, they either go to the south or they come north. And um, yeah, I'd say, so at the moment, it's all good. We just got to just keep on moving. Mm -hmm. On moving. Whatever it is, whatever it is, can't sit down. Mm -hmm. We're lucky here in, in, in some respects, we do have. The forest, which is close, we can go and do bushwalks and talks and all that sort of stuff. And with the lakes, the rivers, the sea, just out here, and also the hot water. So it's all those sort of things. And surprisingly enough, um, COVID. When you talk about COVID, you know, it's, I, 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 I'm into the, the conspiracy theory stuff, and you know, I'm all into right into that stuff actually. You know, you know, so but there's there's that element that comes to mind. You know, you know, COVID with me and all that. I've got a whole lot of views on it as well. Um, but, you know, uh, how is small business, medium business going to survive in this climate? That's a big question. Um, major business, they're okay. They've got enough money. And, you know, I mean, Dubuya, you look at them, they're loaded. You know, um, well, you know, they should have, should have in any way been able to, you know, uh, continue and hold on to some of the people. Um, as I know Tamaki here, we need to look after our people in this time, mm. not, not get rid of them. Oh, sorry about saying this, but uh, that's my opinion. And anyone else can, you know, they, they'll all have their opinion on it. But I feel sorry for the Pano because we're all big companies here, three mm. of the big Maori companies. And um, and to have one of the major company um, uh, put our people out, uh, you know, uh, that was really sad. Uh, we're trying our best to hold on to ours. Thank, thanks, thanks to the uh, the government. Uh, if you can give them a bailout, why not come and give us a bailout too? Because we need the money. We need right. to look at things. You know, look at the big companies. Mm. But don't don't just think about us big companies. We're looking at the little ones. I feel sorry for the small ones that have run out of money and and had to shut shop. You know, and this is all because when it comes down to COVID nineteen, okay, we're going to shut the gates. That's it. So now we mm. do need the help, and that's where we're at. We, we, we're in this predicament because shut the gates wasn't our decision. A decision made by the governments throughout the world, mm. first time ever. So mm. the governments mm. so, um, unusual, and um, you know I'm just waiting for another one to shut us down again. Uh, mm. That will be the that'll be the coffin. That'll be the lid on the coffin, that baby. But um, yeah, we got to just be strong in this climate. And you know, roll with whatever comes our way, whether it be having to sh shut the shop and do something else. You know, we all can do something else and live internal internally with our and be self-sufficient as a New Zealand supply in New Zealand. 
<clears throat> but there's always the food aspect. There's always looking after our families without having to go to work. You can put up your own and live off the grid and try and get your own power sources. Such a lot on, uh, you know, out there in, in, in the market now. A lot comes through. You don't know which to believe, which not to, but, you know, that's mm. just us needing to make a decision. Yeah, mm. so I'll leave that there. Tinakwe. Oh, Dave, you talked a little bit about collaboration. Can you elaborate on that? And what would that look like? Do you mean with, what would that look like with other operators, or, or yeah, what would that look like in a in a new new world? We've got. To, I think we've got to be careful that we don't start duplicating what others are doing because it, you know we we all had our own area at one stage. There, there was there was a, a distinction between what we did. Um, <clears throat> and I just want to pick up from where Wes left off. It's really important, those big operators, because they're our pung. They're the ones that inspire us to come into this industry and achieve it. Because we see, you know, we see Arangatia, like, like we, who are multiple out there doing lots of things. And yet, you know, our guys are making money out of just being themselves. They're making a living out of just being Māori. And that's uh, it's just really great. I tell my staff every day, you're being paid to be a Māori. Where else can you get that? Nowhere else in the world. So that's, that's something that we need to protect and something that we need to make sure that it continues mm. as opposed to worrying about bottom lines and triple bottom lines and stuff like that. So far, whānau business is, 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 is quite crucial to us um, because it's made up of whānau. Um, yeah, so I, I kind, of, kind of really important that all of our top icon products, our Māori products, don't be there no matter what because that's an inspiration. They're the guys that keep us, in, you know, keep us in line, keep us going in one direction. Mm. And what was the question again? <laughs> collaboration. You said... Collaboration. You sounded good anyway. It was sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, collaboration. So, yeah, collaboration is, is it's actually important. It's crucial for us down here. Um, well, what to do? It's critical mass. You know, they've got critical mass, and 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 the po can carry on being the po, and everybody goes to it. But down here, it's a different kind of setup. It's the Waita who are the po, so you've got to kind of get in there and 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 and, and still being Waita who, and still be Waita who did But also, you've got to remember that it's for you and your people and your little wee area of of society. So collaboration is important. Yeah. Mm. There's that word pivot has come up. A lot of whānau, I know, have been saying, what is pivot? What is this kupu? And we've all become aware of it now, particularly in tourism. Yeah. I thought when we were turning, the tourism businesses might not have to turn so far. They could pivot within te ao or Māori within tourism. But it seems like the pivot needs to be actually quite extreme. Uh, uh, and into whole new sectors, whole new businesses, whole new opportunities. I hear wakaama, I hear uh, hai, you know, hangi. It's yeah. almost like it's a whole new world of yeah. uh, business entrepreneurship set up, exploring your market. Um, is that, do you think that's the future for all tourism in New Zealand? Or just through this period? Is there a way to maintain a bit of your oh. current? No, it's working us up. Absolutely, mm. we need to we need to be more diverse in what we do. Um, we're a, we're a, a region that's heavy in sport. A lot of sports goes on down here, so 
we've kind of go, okay, what's the sport they love down here on the water? Well, they love rowing. It's a big thing, but they love the water. So let's try and work out how we can engage with them on the water, hence why we're starting the Walker product. Mm. Um, we've went to them, massive wanangas, awesome wanangas. I'd love to I'd love to open a product or just wananga. Bring them over here and, and take them to one of the wananga's and you know, you get 30 to 40 people a night just doing a wananga on whatever you want to wananga on and tailor mate. So yeah, it is, it is I call it a, a, a changing of your business model as opposed to a pivot. And a pivot's kind of a slight turn, but to re, re to re um redesign your business model, it, it, it's probably more in that category as opposed to a pivot. Mm. Yeah, no, I love what you're saying, and you're dead right. It should be collaborating. We have woke up, yeah. and we had to we have to work together. So we're not trying to reproduce the same thing, trying to tell a different story, same place, yeah, different yeah. story. So many stories we do have. So yeah. uh, it's pretty we it took this for us to wake up and to start collaborating, talking to each other. Yeah. Survival for the domestic market, but over and beyond when this market does come back. I'd like to see us continue working together and continue with the product that we've come up with, whatever new products that we're pivoting on. And um, um, so in the future, in the future, I think um, there is going to be a change to the world. Uh, the way we do business, the way we, the way we do business and engage with the, the guests, the traveler, but also mm. each other as well. Mm. And it's on the other side of the fence. It's not just on our side of the fence. Yeah, it's on. It's on the other side. You know, it's it's government and everyone else. And I've seen that change slightly. Yeah. But I, I wanted to pick up where where Wits left off before. We are. We're between. We're between a recession and a depression. That's the extremes that we're living in right now. And everything's changing so quickly. It's moving rapidly. You know, like I said before, I went down. I, I picked up the phone and they quoted me. $59 for a life jacket, and I went down and bought 40 of them, and they gave them to me at 40 bucks. They would have done that three weeks, you know, they wouldn't have done that before the pandemic. It's just everyone is working hard with each other to try and make it work, to try and stay in, stay in the game. So it's definitely about survival, no matter what it is, it's survival. And those that survive and, and remodel their businesses to suit what's coming, um, and, and get away from the SWOT analysis and profit lines and pleasing the um, corporates and governments and just worry about delivering what you do best. Look after your whānau, look after your staff and look after your people coming through. Mm, but yeah, Wits has got a beautiful opportunity there with Wānanga. You know, this beautiful opportunity, Wānanga. And that would, that would cater to locals and, and everyone else design well. We're going on the walker side. Making small two-seater, four-seater walkers, putting five little wee farmers on them, and off they go down the Avon. And then we got our big ones as well. So we, we're hoping that'll work for us. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for the idea too. I didn't think of that one. <laughs> all right, bro. You got all sorts of one up your sleeves, <laughs> <laughs> and you got heaps of eye. So it's. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it, I think it's an awesome space for you guys. <laughs> yeah. We'll do them on. We'll do them on the water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you do. You do that one. We'll leave that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all of these ideas will take money. The government, you know, to research and develop 
the government has indicated a $200 million package, Calvin announced. What's your reaction to the $200 million and the $10 million set aside for Māori? Um, I, I guess, like some of the others, that's not enough. Um, that's not mm. enough for all of us. Uh, we, we need to have a fair bite at it. I mean, I see advertising uh, mainly focused on Queenstown. I, I see hardly even a pukana here, you know, I mean, where do we get that, that uh, equality in terms of marketing and in terms of uh, share in order for us to be able to pivot? That's me. I'm, I'm glad that um, Pania and her team picked up 10 million, although I would like them to see them more because um, them and the Māori Party pre all of this were excellent for Māori tourism. They were awesome. Pania worked tirelessly, as does her team, and she spends a lot of time in China and she was on the tip of something big for us all. But the thing I like most about her, it's totally kaupapa Māori. <clears throat> when we go into TNZ and TIA and all those guys, it's membership-based. So, you know, no matter how hard you try and beat them into line, the only time they're ever going to listen to you is when they can see a sale in it or when it's got value, commercial value. And it doesn't really spin our wheels, you know. Um, so I, I think the $200 million will go where it usually goes, which is... Um, um, TNZ, TIA, it's come out actually to spend. I think a lot of it's going to RTOs, which is crucial to have those relationships, like I said before, work with the RTOs. Um, and Regional tourism operator, eh? Yeah, they're hard, but I walk in there and I go, oh, it's a, it's a pain. But if you're going in there for the right reasons and you know what you want, you know what you come out with, and just drop it when you leave, you're, you're okay. But it mm. really comes back to that collaboration of relationships. Um, we got shocked when Waito who bailed out. That was a shock. It was like, mm. I was quite disappointed. I thought they would have, you know, done that a lot better than the way they did, looking after their people. And yeah. it was quite, quite, it was quite, quite sad. But um, yeah, um, yeah it's, 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 it's a corporate mindset. They're yeah. not about far, no. They're yeah. about bottom line. Yeah, bottom line. They're central. Yeah. Mm. You see, you know, I, I totally agree with Pania. I mean, we're lucky we got Pania in there that we've got ten million coming to us. You know, to to our businesses, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to say that um, you know, without her and her crew, that type, we wouldn't have money coming towards us. And I just feel feel there's just a, you know, we we we, we could do better. I um, mean, there's a lot of us out there that are going to need help through this transition time. Um, yeah, I, I. But like you, I'm unlike you. You know more about uh, the tourism than I do. I guess uh, the RTO than tourism. Mm. Zealand. Uh, so some of it's got to go that way, but I, I just hope that um, uh, we don't see our Māori businesses um, mm. go under because we've got a lot of people that are, you know, depending on us. Mm. So, um, I'll have you to Dave about the different strategies that you are taking with the waka coming through your place. Uh, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll leave it there. Oh, thank you so much, uh, David Wetani, for coming on Te Putahi. Learn a lot. Looks like the pivot is going to be an extreme pivot. Uh, <laughs> and we're looking at new businesses. It's really about survival right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, being innovative, thinking about new markets, new methodologies, the pest instead of the swat, um, and keeping our farmer going, keeping our gardens growing, and providing. Uh, some sustenance for our people. So I'd like to thank you both so much for coming on and sharing your whakaaro 
om te putahi. Tēnā koe, Dave. Tēnā koe, Anthony. And thank you to all our listeners and our viewers for tuning into Te Putahi. We'll catch up with you next week. Hey Konara. Mm-hmm.